there is a virus that is going on in the world right now that is very contagious. This virus is called believing. Believing in the Lord Jesus Christ. Believing in the Bible. Do you know something? Science confirms what the Bible says. There is no contradiction between science and the Bible because what the Bible says is true and it's accurate. And science only confirms what we find in the scripture. For us believers, the main thing is believing that God created heaven and earth. Genesis chapter 1 verses 1 to 3 talks about the creation of heaven and earth and the science just confirms that things were exactly done in that order. When that happened, we don't know. That is irrelevant. What is relevant is that we know God created heaven and earth. The second thing that we know is about the existence of these gigantic animals. The scripture talks about that and we don't have a problem because in Genesis chapter 1 verse 21 the scripture declares that there were gigantic animals all kind of animals created all by the good Lord. When that happened, we don't know, but science confirms that. You see, we just believe in the Bible, and because we believe in the Bible, we can believe about Noah and the flood in Genesis chapters 5, 6, and 7. And later in Genesis chapter 17, we learn about the existence of Abraham and the blessings that came as a result of his relationship with the good Lord. Later, we know about Moses and Exodus and the rest of the books started from there. And Moses himself wrote it in Leviticus chapter 17 verse 11 about the blood and the sacrificial blood to clean our sins. All that was instituted by the good Lord God Almighty. The Lord inspired Abraham and Moses and the rest of the patriarchs to tell us about what will happen in the future. What is that? Our Lord Jesus Christ. And we believe in that and we believe also in his resurrection. The four stories of our Lord Jesus Christ or biographies if you like, the Gospels of Matthew, Mark, Luke and John tells us about it and we find that in the Gospel of Matthew chapter 28, Mark chapter 16, Luke chapter 24, and John chapter 20. The Lord Jesus resurrected. He has risen. Also, we believe in the presence of the Holy Spirit among us. The Lord Jesus promised that in John chapter 14, 26 and John chapter 15, verse 26. The Holy Spirit dwelling among us. And we believe that when we die, we are going to heaven. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 6, 7, and 8. We believe that the good Lord Jesus will return for His church, based on 1 Thessalonians chapters 4 and 5. We believe in the Bible. But the most important thing to believe is that God loves you. Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 3 declares the Lord loves you. His Spirit dwelling in you, 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16. You have a perfect relationship with the good Lord. He loves you, you feel His love, you know His Spirit dwells in you, and all that is the result of believing in the Scripture. 
as long as you continue reading the Bible and hearing His Word, your faith will grow. That faith comes by hearing the Word. And you know then, without a doubt, that God is your Father. It's what the Lord Jesus told you in Matthew 23, 9, that God is our Father, that we only need to call Father to Him, the only one creator of heaven and earth. Because we believe. There is no doubt. We just believe it, and we continue reading the Scripture, and we find more treasures and more treasures every single day that makes our lives so beautiful. And another beautiful portion of the Scripture is that the good Lord is your provider. He will take care of your needs. Philippians chapter 4, verse 19. He says that He will provide according with His riches in glory. He is going to take care of you. But the Lord provides for you not just financial things, He also provides for you health. Psalm 30, verse 2, declares that the Lord is your healer. Isn't it wonderful to know that we have such a wonderful Father, such a wonderful God? You know, there are some things in life that sometimes are scary, and we are concerned about security, what is going to happen with the, the, the presidential election, what is going to happen in the neighborhood. We hear a gunshot here, we, we hear a lot of things, and we get nervous. But no, you don't need to get nervous. You just need to trust in the Lord because He is with you and He will protect you. Psalm 59 verse 1, the Lord is with you. He will protect you. He will send His angels to protect you. You just need to believe in His word. And you know what? You can believe all these things because there is faith coming into your system. You, know, you hear the word of God, you embrace it, you study with, you think about it, and you just embrace those words and then you believe it because it's the word of God. So it's, it becomes part of your life. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8 declares that we are forgiven by his faith. That faith is the power of God coming in through your life. And then you can say, without a doubt, the Lord is with me. I believe in God. I know that He's going to take care of me. And of course He will. But there is a possibility. It's possible that maybe you, my friend, you don't have that faith. It's possible that maybe you have questions. And you are doubting. Some part of you wants to believe, right? Some part of you is like, yes, I want this. But for some reason, you are struggling with that idea. You got confused and you hear things here and there, your personal experiences. But I would love for you to read John chapter 3, verse 16 and understand that God sent His Son to die for you to give his life for you so you can become a believer and how you do that the Holy Spirit is touching your heart and you know deeply in your heart the time has come that you need to surrender and you know it's enough of those fights it's time for you to a full reconciliation with the good Lord God Almighty and you know my friend you can do that pretty easy all that you have to do right now is open your heart. How you open your heart? Well, let me give you one example. Imagine I invite you to come home and have dinner with me and some friends. And you just know me. You don't know your friends. 
I mean, you don't know my friends. <laughs> of course you know your friends. Let me go ahead with my example. You come home and I introduce you with my friends. We are going to have dinner. But you don't know my friends, right? And all that I am asking you is let them show you what kind of friends they are. All that I am asking you is giving them the opportunity to talk to you. Try to get to know them. And all that I am asking you is be with them. Spend with them a few hours. And let me, let me know what you think about my friends. That is a process of opening your heart when you allow some people to be close to you so you will get to know them and vice versa. That is the way that you open your heart to the good Lord. You just allow Him to get close to you so you can talk to Him and He can talk to you. And how He is going to talk to you through His Word, through messages like this, through friends, through other believers. Because one day I was like you. I was confused. I was in darkness and I didn't know what to do with myself. But that day, July 29, 1987, at 7 p.m., I remember exactly the question that I had in my head. Why I couldn't accept the gift of salvation? What was the reason why I was hesitating? And I remember that what I thought was I don't want to lose my friends. I was very comfortable with my friends doing the things that we were doing together and having fun. <laughs> you know what I mean by that. Just doing things to please my flesh perhaps. And it was just painful. And I remember waking up with this bitter flavor in my mouth, sad, lonely, confused, and thinking to myself, do I want to have another day like yesterday? Do I want to have another night like last night? And I thought, no, that's not what I want. I want a new beginning. I want to start fresh. That night, I remember that I opened my heart to the Lord Jesus Christ. And my life changed. Because from that day to today, I know that the Lord is with me, dwelling in my heart, giving me every day a new, a new opportunity. How wonderful is that? That you can love the Lord, that you can love people, that you can serve your community, you can be happy with your family, no matter what. Poor, rich, with things or without things, even without the ones that you love, you can find the true happiness in life in the arms of our Lord Jesus Christ. He is the true happiness in life. I invite you to join us, to come to our church, Victory Church, here in Odessa. We meet on Sundays at 9.30 a.m. at the Hilton Hotel for now. But perhaps you live in another town, or you are in another state, or even in another country, and that's okay. You can also be part of the family of God just by saying a prayer. And I will give you one example. You say something like this. Dear Lord, I am sorry. I know that I have messed up and I've made many, many mistakes. And I am 
ashamed of my sins. But today, I open my heart to you. Wide open. Please forgive me for my sins. And let me experience the salvation, the redemption of my life to start new life in the name of Jesus. Thank you for bringing your Holy Spirit dwelling into my heart. And from now on, I live for the glory of your Son, my Savior, Jesus. Amen. If you believe what we are saying here, you are welcome to the family of God. It's a pleasure to have you with us. Keep connected, my friend, and have a beautiful day. In the name of Jesus.